0: okay okay here we go we're live i think we should yeah we are live yes we are live cool um hi hi everyone uh as usual um welcome to the security break podcast um this is i believe this is the 24th episode that's wild by the way uh and um today i'm so uh so proud to to announce that you know together with me there's uh patrick hi patrick how are you
1: Good, 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 Jay. How are you? I'm good. A Happy time. Saturday.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I, I always, you know, I like saying that it's cool that we really need to pretend this is the first time we meet. Like, like we were, we were really talking for ten minutes <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's how the cool guys do it. So uh, let's let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very cool. So um, if this is the first time you know, you're watching this. Um, Uh, This is uh, a little project of mine where I try to invite cool people like Patrick today and uh, just have a a chat, a random chat on some of the um, last security news that we have been selecting from uh, like the the last week or so. And uh, just, you know, have a uh, random conversation and see, uh, you know, uh, what anyone can can really contribute with uh, their own knowledge which i think is the uh, most of the value uh, you know be, uh, behind this uh, this project uh, i certainly learned a lot from a lot of people you know uh, just uh, during the conversation and i hope that uh, you know you people watching this can also uh, learn something and maybe you can also you know contribute with the con- uh, to the conversation uh, you know with the uh, commenting on the chat and if you have any questions or any comments i'll ever uh, read of those and uh, uh, we can all you know discuss together so um today uh, as i said today uh, with me there's uh patrick maybe some of you know him as uh infosec pat that, that's right okay um do you uh, mind if you introduce yourself very briefly
1: <clears throat> yeah absolutely so gee like i said thank you so much for having me my name is patrick uh also known as or aka infosec pat but i normally go by pat um yeah, so a little bit about me. I've been working in IT for about 19 years now. Cybersecurity around 13, 12, 13 now. So a little bit about my background. You know, I come from blue team. I did some red team. I never really worked as a red teamer, more as a pen tester, um, because there is a difference between a red team operator and a penetration tester. But we'll get on that on a different. I think I posted some stuff on my. Uh, LinkedIn about that, right? Because everyone says I'm a red seamer, but you know, they're doing a 40 hour engagement. But that's another, that's another story. So yeah, just been uh, you know, trying to grind it out, making videos, helping people, trying to reach as many people as I can over the last couple of years on YouTube, LinkedIn, on just multiple platforms. And yeah, I have like you know, my infosecpat.com little site. know, I do like one-on-one coaching and I'm also a consultant as well. And uh, yeah, so if you guys just want to shoot me some questions, you know, shoot it at me. But yeah, it's a little bit about me. On a daily basis, I do, you know, cybersecurity. That's it.
0: Yeah, that's nice. Thank you, Pat. Uh, And, um, you know, just uh, as a little reminder, uh, if you're watching this live on YouTube, of course, uh, this is really cool. Uh, Please consider... Uh, you know, hitting the subscribe button just to, you know, as a feedback to, to let us know that you you feel this is interesting, you feel this is uh, uh, nice and, you know, it's it's okay if I do more of it, uh, it's just to, to be aware of that. And, um, you know, this will be uh, recorded and re-uploaded uh, later on YouTube. And also the audio will be uh, used for, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and uh, similar platforms. Uh, So you know where where to find us. And also, you know, I will put in the description, of course, you know, um, uh, Pat, you know, links and uh, contacts. So, you know, in case you're interested to to contact him directly or just to watch his uh, his content, uh, you can do it. Um, So, okay, I think that's it. Um, This is the idea. I have my little list of news. And I will share my screen in a second with the first of it. Uh, I will briefly introduce the article just to know the context uh, of the discussion. And yeah, we will basically start having a discussion around it. Uh, also, you know, again, with a reminder, I will put the links of the articles in the descriptions so that, you know, I always invite people to do your own research, do your own, uh, you know, uh, uh, learning and uh, um, uh, also maybe you can deepen a little more in the news than we are doing right now. Uh, and uh, that's that's cool. That's the best way to do it. And maybe next time you can, uh, you know, come back and uh, let us know if we did or said something wrong or you just want to, um, you know, expand a little bit. That that will be much, much appreciated. Cool. So uh, is here is my screen. Yes. Okay. So um, this is the first news we're going to talk today, uh, and uh, I'm going to introduce this uh, and uh, um, you know why I uh, find it a little interesting. So this is about, uh, you know, a, a malicious campaign that was uh, um, uh, investigated and uh, put on a report from uh, the AT&T group. Uh, where they were describing, um, uh, let's say, uh, basically a phishing attack, uh, more on that, I really like to describe all of the words and acronyms and everything we really talk about because maybe there's someone there that which is not really, um, uh, you know, into it and uh, uh, will benefit from some uh, explanation. So uh, they basically, um, you know, this uh, um, malicious group, right, uh that it was uh, uh attributed as uh, DarkGate. in this case uh they used uh, uh let's say an i will i will not say a new phishing attack but definitely an interesting one uh mm-hmm. that involved microsoft teams so most of the time we are really thinking about phishing um regarding emails most of the time uh and uh, uh that's also you know uh, how most often it happens but I found this interesting because of the, let's say the medium they used. So the attacker basically, you know, got uh, their uh, first foothold, you know, the, the initial access uh, to um, the Microsoft team platform. And then the idea was to uh, reach out to a lot of uh, people in the organization, uh, inviting them in a uh, in a group chat. <coughs> and then from there starting the real kill chain where uh, basically they sent a, a, a malicious file uh, here, actually, we have uh, the um, the actual name of it um, with the, uh, actually a double double extension. So it was uh, misleading as it was like a PDF, but it was actually uh, an executable for for uh, for Microsoft. Uh, and then you know that's that's how they basically started uh, the attack itself, right? And they could uh, later spread more <laughs> into the, the environment now uh, once again the article then links the atnt report and i really invite anyone to jump on the report itself and study it a little uh, bit more if you are interested in it but now uh the the you know um uh the first reason why i, I found this interesting was the new medium they used for uh, let's say a simple phishing uh, attack right uh, we already um you know i very often Um, say, on uh, the previous episodes, by the way, are available on the YouTube channel if you're interested, uh, that phishing is still, you know, it's probably the oldest, uh, you know, um, uh, attack medium ever, right? And still probably the the most, um, I would say, effective, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And, uh, you know, also the fact that there are so so many new or just uh, creative ways to uh, decline it. It makes it even more um, uh, effective and interesting. In this case, you know, I wonder, uh, like for phishing, maybe we do some security awareness courses inside the organizations, right? Do we re- any, uh, you know, do, do we even mention that we can use something else uh, uh, other than the email or the phone call or whatever? Do we even mention that your company chat can also be used? For the same reason, right? Mm-hmm. Uh this is something so easy and still potentially, you know, anyone can fall for it. I always say that I, I'm the first, I could potentially fall for it if I'm not really at my highest <laughs> in that specific moment, right? Um so so yeah, I think that's already something to talk about. What what are your let's say first thoughts about it? What do you what do you think? Is this something or or maybe not?
1: Yeah. So absolutely. No matter really, no matter what kind of internal or initial foothold, there's so many ways, right? Like you said, you can do fishing, you can do phishing, you can do spear phishing, you can do compromising chats. Uh, same thing happened, you know, with Slack, with, with discord, you know, how discord servers get always get hacked. Um, I think the 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 best way to try to prevent this, but like we always say, right? We can have EDR, XDR, NDR, threat and Tell, blah, blah blah blah, the whole bells and whistles. But the human element is the dumbest, right? We're, the, we're, we're stupid, right? So we're the weakest link. And like you just said, you you mentioned something really really interesting, right? Like you're probably super smart, but maybe one day you're not on your in, in the, your sharpest. Right. Like maybe you're tired. Maybe you're like, oh, shit. Like, all right. On Microsoft. OK. <clears> or <throat> well, maybe they're trying to block that. Like I can make a, an email and just put my, my name as Bill Gates and just, you know, send it off to the merry way. And not a lot of people may not even look at the email. They might just look at the name. Right. So it's like, oh, it's from Bill Gates, it, it, whatever. So. You know, obviously, in this one, it says the person from the outside of your org, right? That would be, okay, uh, do we do business with someone that just made a, you know, fictitious email on Microsoft? So if this is someone that's not very tech savvy, that or maybe even knows about Azure or or, or Office 365, when you initially set up your tenant, right, you have an email, whatever, dot, whatever on Microsoft.com. And once you have your MX records and all that stuff set up, we can eliminate that. But initially, that's out there. So, and a lot of folks may not know, right? I'm going to do my, you know, reconnaissance and LinkedIn or, you know, show to, you know, Google Foo, whatever, to see who's the weakest link in that organization, right? Now, if we can get Sally, the receptionist, or, you know, the sales department, or maybe finance department, and in this case, what was the name of that file? Uh, did, did, uh, so change. Yeah, Navigating yeah.
0: Feature Changes October, whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. so maybe that can be like, okay, like that can be a whole organization, right? Like something that's a, a change, you know, a changing effect, you know, like gl- uh, global, like company-wide, right? So it's like, okay, and obviously .pdf, msi. Not a lot of people know what an MSI is, right? Like unless you're... You know, like unless you're a sysadmin, you're doing group policies or you're installing it. Maybe more people know what executables are, right? EXE, but like your normal, your normal Joe Blow is gonna be like, oh fuck, like this is a PDF. I want to just double click on it and see what's what's up. And now they just got there, you know. Now they just called back to a CNC server and now they're fucked, right? So, my thoughts over any kind of phishing attack, just like the MGM thing with the social engineering, and we were able to blah blah blah. Um, there's so much technology. I can sound like G, I can go sound like whoever, I can make my voice change and all this fancy stuff. So it's, at the end of the day, you know, if if you're not expecting something, do, do, do two things, right? Delete it or verify it. How do we verify? We can say, for example, if G called me and said, oh, I'm calling from, you know, Bank, bank of Italy or whatever, right? i will be like, okay, like you called me first of all, right? Like, how about you give me your phone number? Well, I'll go, I'll go on the back of my credit card and call Bank of Italy back, and you know, give me your employee number. How can I contact you directly? And then that can be like, okay, you're bullshitting me. You know what I mean? So, so there's ways, and how do we do that? Like you said, security awareness training. Try to you know, uh, train these employees as best as possible. And that's, you know, that would be my recommendation.
0: Yeah, I think you, you really hit something very, very important there. Like the fact that, you know, no matter what kind of fishing, we really have a, a lot of different words for it. And I also read online that, you know, there's some people um, like doing a little riot because we have too many terms for just fishing with phishing and qr phishing or whatever mm-hmm. but the thing is that it's always the same kind of thing right it's always so objective
1: the, the objective is still the same
0: yeah and and uh, if you want it, just the technique right no matter mm-hmm. what kind of technology they're using they're trying to uh you know uh pretend to be someone else and uh, yeah. trying to invite you at some point to uh, download some some files or just click on some links that, you know, eventually will get the your maybe client compromised and possibly later uh, the entire network. The thing mm-hmm. is that, you no, know, I really think that the, uh, the um, most important red flag of all, right, you can look at the email address, you can look at uh, what kind of extensions that file. But the thing is, if you, you were not really expecting a message until mm-hmm. that moment from that source, that's already something that should, you know, Uh, trick something on your head and say, Oh, what's this? And Mm -hmm. even, you know, of course, if you are, let's say, able to check and verify yourself, that's that's great. But maybe we don't really feel like doing it, maybe we Mm -hmm. we have something else to do. You know, if you are doing, you know, if you are affected by attack like this and you are an employee from a company, you know, just forward it, or just, you know, I will not say forward, but uh um let you know the IT know let the security team know so they can verify before mm-hmm. you click on anything before you respond to anything and maybe they will say you no know, you know it's fine it's okay uh you can you can chat with them or you can maybe download that file then do it but yes yeah. I think you know that's it that's the most important thing that anyone can do
1: yeah and and I can add a little sprinkle a little frosting on top of that so if, if you are not tech savvy, right? Because maybe not everyone on this call or on this chat may not be tech savvy. They're just listening and just to educate themselves. What do this InfoSec team do with that file to verify that it is safe or bad, right? We do something called malware analysis, right? We can stick that into a sandbox environment, analyze it, and even if you want to do it, right? You can download it, don't execute it, download it and then put it in something like Total you know, Joe Sandbox, we can, you know, contain that file to see if it lights up like a Christmas tree, all shit or all green, right? So if it's all green, you still have to be careful. You know what I mean? If it's some, you know, weird, you know, extension like that, you know, maybe you can execute this, but obviously you would, you would get this over, even if you think it's all green and all good, good in the hood to go, you can, you know, still send that over to the IT or InfoSec team and then they can verify it. They can see, okay, it's clean, whatever. They can put it in their environment that's segmented or, or, or contained in a sandbox environment, an air gap environment. And then they can say, okay, Jim, in this case, you're good to go, right? So, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh Think like doing it like try to verify on by themselves it's really cool especially if you are once again trying to break up into into the industry and maybe on your personal email let's say you you get something a little sketchy something a little you know spoofy uh you know try to verify yourself try to you know uh double check and confirm it's actually a legit thing to to download and uh, and, uh, execute maybe and i think you can definitely learn a lot in the process, just Mm -hmm. with reading the, you know, the output from uh, VarysTotal or everything, just maybe, you know, uh, be aware of the fact that if you use any, let's say, online platform like Total, you're also giving basically the content of the data to, uh, you know, the owner of that platform, right? So if you're maybe afraid that there's some of your personal data in it, also be aware that technically you're uploading that Uh, to someone else computer yeah fair enough uh so maybe if you are a little more advanced and you can ask something on your own computer to do that to do some maybe basic malware analysis uh yeah definitely do that and that's yeah
1: and you can do that with what rum linux and stuff like that yeah so you know there's there's malware uh there's like reverse engineering stuff out there that you can test out if you really want to go ham in it, you know what I mean? If you want to sharpen your skills and test your skills, yeah, just go for it, you know? Yeah. That's above my pay grade. I'm no malware expert, but I yeah. can uh, I can definitely, you know, in the last six, seven months, I've been dissecting malware a little bit more. So, you know, I'm a little more aware. And just remember, everyone, like, you have to start somewhere, right? Like, just start with baby steps, right? Find out some malware. And even if this is intriguing to you and you're like, okay, like you can go out there and just, you know, use Flare VM and just other stuff out there that you can test and learn about malware. And um, yeah, you can just Google, you know, free malware or go on YouTube, just put like malware analysis tools or free, you know, whatever. And you can check out some and you can run it against your VMs. I would say download this. And run this in a in contained environment. Don't run this on your host machine. <laughs> you know, make sure you have your your VM set up and ready to go. So,
0: yeah, that's perfect. And yeah, we always say that but there's a lot of you know uh, material and uh, study material and uh, everything that you can test uh, study on yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Just Google it. Uh, that's fine. Uh, you know, anyone has I- its own process to uh, to basically learn and uh, uh, get um, their knowledge, and eventually, you know, uh, make it a career. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, just be aware that stuff is out there. <laughs> Search for it, and and that's okay. And uh, you know, just be cautious when you uh, when when you just some mother, of course. Uh, but but yeah, that, that's really cool. I think it's also. Uh, a very um uh, how, how do you say it um a skill set that is very in demand. there mm-hmm. are not a lot of people doing Marvel analysis out there so if you can manage to you know learn some of it it's a it's a very be, uh, a very good start. I'm not saying that you don't really need to uh study everything else because there's a more there, there's a lot to to study in this in this industry but if you're considering or if you are researching what do you want to do? Well, that, that's that's a cool one for sure.
1: Yeah, malware analysis, malware research, reverse engineering. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely cool stuff. But yeah, there's there's so many avenues in the cyber world. So it's like, yeah. don't expect to know it all. That's one no, thing. Agree. Like, yeah. like I I'm have. A, yeah,
0: I'm a supporter of the you know vertical uh, knowledge. So at mm-hmm. some point, you know, basics are definitely. Uh, needed, you know, mm-hmm. they are requirement, but at some point, I really feel like you need to choose your, uh, you know, uh, just where where you want to uh, to go, right? Yeah. Uh, where's your uh, goal, uh, mm-hmm. and define the the skill set that you want to develop uh, specifically, right? Because mm-hmm. there's just uh, too much stuff out there. There are some people who are, I, I would say, probably I don't know geniuses or just have uh, infinite time to dedicate that yeah. know it all. But most of the time you really need to be an expert in a specific you know pillar, a specific field. Uh you just need to uh you know find which one you 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 prefer, basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think uh that's okay. Yeah, I feel um yeah, this was uh you know the, the interesting stuff here. The thing that even a chat, even you know, something that is not technical an email can mm-hmm. be um uh you know a mean to to uh, to send some some phishing attempts, and uh, any, basically anything where you can send a file or a link can technically be used, uh, yep. SMS or chat or whatever. So mm-hmm. once again, we just need to be aware of it. Being aware, you know, this, this is the first step. That that's yep. what that's what I believe, right? So yeah, this is a thing, and uh, you know, the fact that maybe we didn't mention, you know, the fact that they specifically used Microsoft Teams right now, mm-hmm. uh, it's I think it's not a surprise for me because this is probably the, the uh, most used platform, you know, company wise, and maybe yeah. not only company wise. Also, you know, uh, universities are I think are using it just because yeah. market is everywhere, basically. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so that's a thing, right? If they, you know, if malicious actors get to know that this is working, they're going to, to replicate this on and on again. So many times like they always yep. do with, a, with an effective attack
1: so mm-hmm.
0: that's the interesting thing if if it happened it will happen again
1: yeah <laughs> so, no, no, totally so that's it
0: okay so i think it's it's cool to jump on the next news uh and from microsoft we're jumping into apple and the uk government in this case um so this was an interesting one uh i mean once again, we already spoke in previous uh, episodes about, let's say, governments going against uh, uh, encryption, going against uh, you know some security features that uh, most of the vendors nowadays are um, uh, using and uh, uh, implementing uh, in their in their own technologies, uh, and uh, you know there's this never-ending fight between companies and government where. Governments want to get to, to get more access into data into communications for many different reasons. Also, I would say probably uh, some legitimate ones, right? Uh, just you know, um, fight against crime of of any type, really, because mm-hmm. all of the crimes nowadays are using the internet and uh, uh, smartphones and computers. So uh, access to the data, it's basically um uh, a lot of, a lot more you know chances that you know um, uh, the police law, law enforcement or agencies can can basically uh, catch some bad guy mm-hmm. and at the same time we're talking about you know the uh, personal privacy of all of the people using the same you know uh, tools and technologies and uh, networks right mm-hmm. so it's basically uh, you know the the thing here the news is about uh another let's say um uh proposal from uh from the house of lords uh from from uk where they are basically trying to implement this new um uh this new uh act this new law uh, where they say a lot of different stuff uh once again you know do your own research if you want to um know it all uh right now i think the most interesting thing at least for me and and that it, that it was a little new for me as well it's the fact that basically the uk government wants all of the you know tech companies to share their uh, security patches so so these their new security features they want to uh, implement and develop and uh, update you know their technologies with um to be shared with the government so the government can check the update right and even decide whether they want to they want that update to be implemented or not right so they want to be able to decide you know oh you know this new encryption feature now that's maybe not next time uh um and also you know it's incredible the fact that not only they want to control this thing on their own you know country the thing is that uh, in this in this proposal, they are really saying, you know, if the government, the UK government says um, this patch, this new feature uh, is not okay, let's not implement it. The company is not allowed to implement it on any other country as well. Mm. So they really want to control, you know, all of the uh, flow of, uh, you know, security patches, uh, security releases and so on and so forth. Now, I think this is really huge really huge. I personally didn't read anything about this before even even if this is a topic that is really recurrent from time to time. And um yeah, once again, I feel this is a battle between you know, technology people that of course are against all of this and you know, companies uh, for a lot of reasons, not only for security, but of course, this is going to let's say delay the update and you know, the Uh, release of every new feature because a third party needs to be you know uh, um, to be included in the process of uh, implementing a new feature that's Mm -hmm. that's a lot of more time uh, for any new release any new let's say version of your operating system on your smartphone or a new version of your application and so on and so forth so it's a it's a very uh, big deal so so big that apple said you know if this is going to um, uh, to pass, we're going to drop our you know uh, our business in, in UK because that's j- just not doable. Um, and and that's you know a, a very big statement for from uh, a company you know so big as, as Apple. But probably Apple will not be the the only one. Uh, I will say from from my opinion, it's not written in the news, but that's just my my perception here. Um, so I don't know. This is. A lot even to process for me, right, yeah. <laughs> actually. And and yeah, once again, I'm asking you, uh, wh- wh- what do you think about this? D- do you think there's some legit, you know, reasons to ask for something like this? Or it's just, you know, <laughs> totally bullshit or, or whatever? Because I feel, you know, everyone has e- its own, you know, uh, uh, point of view, right? Mm-hmm. So, and maybe there are some point of views from the other side, which is uh, understandable, at least. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so I'm a little—I'm probably not the best person to ask for this because I—I—I I, I think the whole privacy thing is—I'm super on top. I guess I'm—I'm I'm super with that, right? Like I—I I, I enjoy my privacy, and even if it's you know for legitimate reasons, like you were saying, just like for example, for the feds or for the federal government, and like say, okay, like we have—I understand if you're looking to tap into someone's phone because they're, you know, God forbid, if you got, you know, arrested or something like that for child pornography or, 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 uh, you know, uh, child predators or something with that stuff. Yeah. Then tap into your phone and, and, and you give up your privacy, right? It's like when you get, I don't know, in the States, you get locked up, you're a convicted felon. You can't vote anymore. You know, you, you know, you give up your rights, right? So, that's the same thing like but for your normal joe blow like if you just you know uh you know a citizen or whatever i don't think i'm against that that's just me like i want my privacy and i can't speak you know i I, i've been to england but i don't know anything about that but like in the states obviously we're, we're big on our our freedom right like we're big on you know what we what we believe in. So I'm like, I will not want to give up my, my, you know, I wouldn't want to give that up. That's just me. You know what I mean? I'm really weird with that stuff. You know, we could try to anonymize ourselves. We can try to, you know, use all these anonymity applications. But if the feds want you, they're going to get you, right? No matter what. Right. So, but, what my, well, my thoughts to, to wrap that up, is i like my privacy and you know yeah i understand it has its it has its purpose you know if 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 you're i think you should have the right to tap into people's shit you know if you're if you fucked up in life right but if you're just walking down the street you just mind your own business that's it dude like leave that dude alone but if you, you you know if you want to be a gangster if you want to you know put your world put your your life at risk, then I believe you can go, okay, go stop monitoring that guy. Don't fucking monitor everyone. That's just me.
0: Yeah. No, I, I mean, I totally understand it. And, uh, you know, overall, I think I, I'm on the same side, right? Uh, especially if we go into, into personal stuff, right? Of course, mm-hmm. if you ask me, if I want, you know, governments on my own devices, looking at my data, of course, that, that's, that's not even, we are not even talking about that. Yeah. But I mean, I, I also try to understand what are the reasons behind this this kind of you know uh, uh, questions and then I, I mean uh, I understand why it, of course it's gonna be much more simple for for law enforcement uh, when mm-hmm. they have access to data right uh, but I mean the point here I think that once again unfortunately, um, they don't really know what they're talking about. They don't Mm -hmm. even know what they're really asking for, right? They don't know how long and complex is the process of releasing a new feature. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just asking, you know, every time any company out there, right, any tech company is going to release or even just a bunch of companies, let's say just Mm -hmm. Apple, Microsoft, Google, or, or whatever, just the big ones. Every time they're going to release a new feature for any product, they first have to contact the just the UK government, right? Mm -hmm. Every time that's going to be I I don't know how many uh, (laughs) how many communication they will get every every day probably, Mm -hmm. right? And just wait calmly for the UK government to say, no, this is okay, no, this is not okay, and Mm -hmm. and this is just after you already developed it, right? Mm -hmm. So you do the work. And then they decide if, if it was okay or not. Yeah. I, I mean, this is for someone who knows just a little bit of how technology works, right? This is nonsense. Mm-hmm. This is basically nonsense. And for me, that's even another level of concern because the people who are trying to, of course, develop new laws and try to get ahead of, you know, developments in technology, they have to do that. Right, Mm -hmm. they have to. I think you know. Once again, in Europe, we are a lot into uh, laws and uh, new regulations. We are very famous for our own GDPR and stuff, which I think it's really cool. Which I think it's great. I think you know that enables also companies to find better ways to uh, you know implement technologies, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, there's I think there's a there needs to be a threshold. things that you can ask for and things that are just nonsense yeah like who really wrote that Mm -hmm. doesn't know anything about how technology works and Mm -hmm. that's concerning for me Mm -hmm. right absolutely it's concern at all no and that's
1: it's valid it's definitely valid
0: i mean once again i'm not a really a regulator i'm not into uh even policies or or anything, uh, but um, I want some people who are who understands what they are talking about. Mm-hmm. And in this case, I'm afraid to say that they, they you know, clearly they, they don't know what they're talking about. Um, yeah. Oh, hey, hey, Carter, by the way. Hey, um, what's up? So very very cool. Yeah, and yeah, I really liked some uh, some time to to get this kind of news. Because even if we're, you know, I'm a technician myself, right? I'm not really um, into GRC, but I really think that it's, it's really uh, useful, right? It's really important that we also understand what's going on on uh, re- regulating basically our, our work, our own work. Because maybe mm-hmm. you are the guy who is really developing the new encryption method for, for an application. Right. you are more into coding and uh, uh, don't really uh, care about anything else but the point is at some point someone is gonna say oh you know that work that you did for six months straight know uh, they they said it's not okay <laughs> so we're gonna drop it now you know why and now mm-hmm. you can just understand a little more a little more on how deep is technology affecting mm-hmm. all everything basically
1: right? yeah thousand percent
0: uh and yeah and that's it i really think that it's really useful that we know how big is security nowadays that mm-hmm. so you know so big and incor- and important governments and organizations are really trying to, to regulating it and someone is someone is not really doing it in the best way but uh, there's always you know a way to improve um and, and yeah that's it I really think we need to know a little bit of all, and then you can, of course, you know, uh, be an expert in what you really like. But at least a little bit of everything. I think it's very, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Um,
0: So I think, yeah, I think that's that's okay. Once again, the 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 article says a lot more, and uh, there are a lot of links that you can uh, open and research uh, yourself. So do it definitely do it and let us know if there's anything else that was really interesting but we didn't really get uh, in the meanwhile once again if you're really uh enjoying this uh at any point consider hitting that subscribe button because that's really really important uh for me and uh, you know uh just justifies me bothering other people to join my podcast later so uh thank you for that uh let's uh, if you agree let's jump to the third news for um for today, and this was pretty pretty big in the last days. Um, we actually uh, briefly uh, mentioned it uh, when we were flying, uh, and um, yeah. Once again, I just want to try to understand together with you why it was so big in the news, why you know so many people were talking about it, right? Because uh, we said, and I perfectly agree, when we were flying that. There are just so many news out there. There are mm-hmm. just so many breaches that you can just, you know, read them all or you could cannot just, you know, uh, research a lot all of the single companies that are being breached every day. There mm-hmm. are just too many of them. But sometimes I feel like, and, and I think of this when I try to select the news, that there are some lessons you can learn from some very specific um, things happening out there. And mm-hmm. uh, I really like to to find out what's that specific lesson. It's not about the breach itself, uh, at least for me. Uh, this is happening every day to every company, big and small, and you know, from any country, from any industry. Um, this time was Cloudflare, really. So Cloudflare, if you don't know about it, it's a uh, I don't know. I will say to be very very quick, a networking company. They are uh, providing uh, services to you know many many companies providing their you know their services online so they can do uh, some kind of uh, um, I would say proxy just to make it simple right mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to be in the middle between the the real user uh, accessing the service and the infrastructure from from the companies uh, and uh, this is a big company so they I would say that probably all of the big tech out there are using cloudflare or let's say a, a similar service or, or a competitor and um the very interesting thing here it was how the attacker got really in so uh what was the once again the um the initial access um so Cloudflare itself declared about this breach and they said that the attacker um, um got access into their network. Uh, thanks to um, um access token that was stolen on another breach affecting uh octa another company um, uh, i think some some months ago i think it's uh uh yeah it was the last year right um so why why this is interesting i want to talk very very briefly about the concept of you know supply chain attack right the thing that to, to attack a company to attack an organization, uh, the the way that uh, very often the, the attackers can uh, can do that is actually targeting another company that is a partner that is a service provider that is working together with the uh, the actual target, and kind of moving laterally from an organization to the to the second one. Right. Mm-hmm. So exploiting this connection between the two companies, and I think even if it's not really specified like, like this in the in the news, I think this is some sort of supply chain attack because you know Okta, you know the first company was breached. Uh, they they provide um, you know identity and authentication services, so they enable you to secure your access and and authentications uh, to your own uh, uh, infrastructure. And the fact that that they were breached, you know, um, it's affecting a lot of more companies out there, all of their customers potentially, right? Because you basically have stolen one of the keys that can give you access to um, at least a a part of the infrastructure of another guy, right? Mm -hmm. You have stolen the master key, let's say, to make it very, very simple. And then you can go to another (laughs) house and access that because you get the first stack, uh, the first key.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: that's kind of what happened here. Um, you know they said that attackers stolen uh, uh, an access token that they reused on the Cloudflare um, infrastructure. And then and once again this is my hypothesis, this is my uh, own thoughts. You know Cloudflare once again has a lot of customer out there. And is interconnecting a lot of different infrastructures from their customer on its own. so I will not be surprised if the, uh, you know, the final goal of the attackers was once again to jump on another <coughs> target. If mm-hmm. I get to access to the network of Cloudflare, I can potentially, you know, exploit or just, uh, um, uh, you know, get into another network from another organization that is maybe my real. <laughs> um um, a real goal Mm -hmm. now this is not something that i think everyone really think every every day right when they want to protect their own companies when they want to uh study the 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 new kind of attack or the new exploit or the new vulnerability the fact that you can chain multiple breaches you can chain multiple attacks to eventually get to the to the very target Mm -hmm. and um yeah i just think that's an interesting topic uh do you do you have any opinion on that do you do you think about anything like that when reading this news or or maybe not you what do you think?
1: <clears throat> to be honest no like you never you never think about this right like you start thinking about it when you actually see it right it, it, yeah. it's like with anything right like you don't think the guy next door is a is a bad guy until you see him in handcuffs that he has drugs in his house, right? So it's like, oh, you say hello to this guy every day and think he's a good old good old guy, but then you know, a couple of months later he's walking out with handcuffs because you know he has a dope, you know, a meth lab in his house. So it's like you don't really think about this when you're securing your own network, right? Like you want to secure your network, you don't think someone's gonna make a cop like you made the a- analogy, right? take that copy of your key and take that key and try to get into G's house. And then that same master keys and they get into Pat's house. You know, we don't think about that. So, you know, it's, it's definitely something to, to, to think about, right. To have access to all those systems for that attacker to have that access token for, from, you know, a stolen account, what in October of 2023. So obviously it's there's so many like breach credentials and and even like we talk about like access and this is what i talked about the other day with like apis as well like apis like a lot of a a lot of vulnerabilities or cves which is common vulnerability exposure so it's common it's not it's it's not everything so it's just a common one so what about that not common one, right? So just like we, we were talking about on the other day, it's like okay, and you have an API, you're calling, and what if it's just like a misconfiguration that API because someone forgot to put a string or well, whatever it is? That's of you know your Nessus, your Qualys, your Rapid Seven, your pen test, whatever you're going to do is not going to really scan and try to catch maybe a pen test because you're going to look for secure code and non secure code and test. But you know that's if you're doing an API pen test, but your normal day-to-day stuff and that's why you take your code and you go to QA and you take that QA you go to blah 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 and go down the 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 chain of of custody or whatever you want to call it and then implement it into prod once it's you know once it went through its its ringer so obviously on a daily you'd never you never think about this stuff but hopefully like these articles and everything like that give some insight and like oh shit like okay like let us think uh, like my organization, we use Okta, right? Okay, so, and we do use Cloudflare, right? So it's like, okay, like in Cloudflare is like you said, it's like a, a proxy or web application firewall. Like we could put something in front to, to, to make sure we are who we are, we say we are, right? So we can validate that. And um, Okta, same thing, and the IIM. Uh, so we, you know, we can authenticate, we could say, okay, like we can put a little pretty thing in our organization and we can use Saml and AD and all that stuff to authenticate, so we can authenticate to our app applications. So I think it's you know I think it's definitely interesting, right? Like, uh, and it, and it spreads some light into the world of of the infosec that we have to be a little more, uh, you know, on the blue team on on the security engineering side of things. Like, okay, like let's let's make sure we're we're good to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. Uh, I'm just thinking that that's all, you know, the old point of, uh, of this project itself, right? This podcast itself, even the fact that we are just mentioning it, we're not really realizing this uh, a lot, all of the implication, all of the technicalities, but the thing is that, you know, maybe you are on the blue team or the SOC or whatever of your organization, and mm-hmm. you hear us discussing about this. And as you said, maybe you are using these technologies. Maybe you are using Cloudflare or Okta or whatever. This is just an example. And there mm-hmm. are a lot of more breaches uh, happening out there. Um, the thing is, you know, what could be uh, the consequences of this event for my own organization, for my own environment, if there are any? Can mm-hmm. something like this or similar to this happen to me or my organization? And if yes. Right, because maybe you know, maybe you have you have a totally different context. There are some totally different contexts that maybe will not be directly affected. But if yes, what could I do, you know, either to prevent it or you know to to respond to this in case uh, I am affected as well, mm-hmm. right? For example, I like the fact that the article specifies you know what the uh, Cloudflare team is is doing to 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 respond to this. Right, mm-hmm. and they say they are uh, rotating all of the credentials they are using in their infrastructure. What doesn't mean basically they are uh, resetting all of the access tokens, passwords, uh, API keys, maybe that mm-hmm. they have in place. That's by the way a lot of work for a, <laughs> a company of this size. Uh, and uh, you know that's it. When something like your, um, you know, your own uh, identity uh, provider like Okta is breached that's unfortunately what you have to do because you Mm -hmm. will never know if you know any or all of your access tokens were compromised so Mm -hmm. the only way to be secure is actually if you want to prevent this you should immediately rotate everything now that's simple to say i'm aware of that yeah right i'm the first one to, to to say it you know it's really simple for you to say but it's a lot of work. Uh, it needs a lot of authorization. Maybe we'll block a lot of work in the meanwhile. Maybe we we'll mm-hmm. block the business for some time. So you need to plan this accordingly. But the thing is that if you are in charge of the security of your company, you need to do this. And apparently, that's, that's what Cloudflare say, they actually did it before, but some of the credentials were not rotated, like mm-hmm. the one that was compromised. So... This, this really makes you think, right? Of course, the Cloudflare team know their stuff. It's okay. not like uh, they, they're they're not, uh, you know, skilled or whatever, but it's really challenging and anyone can, can fall for it. Everyone has that credential somewhere that is not really managed centrally and mm-hmm. uh, that no one is maybe aware of, of it, like maybe just the guy that was fired the other day. So <laughs> now no one's know about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you see, you know, there are some challenges that you need to be aware of, and maybe the next time that you are in front of um, non-managed credentials, mm-hmm. you will think twice before jumping on, on the on the next task,
1: right? Yeah,
0: that, that that's what you know. I think the the lesson you can learn from something like this.
1: Absolutely, uh, that is that is facts. That's definitely a, a true statement.
0: Yeah, and also Absolutely. you know. Also, the fact that, you know, especially you said you worked in IT before security, right? I did the same. And mm-hmm. usually when your first focus is not security, no, when you work in IT, you actually want to enable communications. You want to enable, you know, uh, um, people w- working from different companies to work together. Right, mm-hmm. so you're the first person usually to you know allow a bunch of domains or IP addresses because oh that's our own provider that's safe exactly right yeah because, <laughs> you know in this case it's not it's not the best thing or at least you should think twice yeah and,
1: just and, and I have a little story that I can uh I remember when I was you know this was probably 15 years ago. I think just when 2008 server R2 was released and like setting up a domain controller, how to set up a new domain controller at a, at a client site. And because they were, they were going from 2003 to 2008, blah, 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 whatever, make a long story short. Like there was a few things that I did wrong. Like back then I was like, it's more convenient, right? There was no like LastPass and it, you know, the tools that we have today, like, you know, Bitwarden whatever password manager, It was just like okay, convenience. So I set up a domain controller and I set up all the, you know, the Tomcat, the Apache, SQL, I think it was QuickBooks or whatever, all the service accounts for all my services that we have to run. And inside of Active Directory, I would put the password in the description. Right. Just to and that was just one thing I used to do. And the second thing I used to do we used to try try to secure our ntfs and our share permissions and now g just started he started in the it team and i created a group policy i added him to all the ous and whatever and when he tries to go to whack whack file server whack it tools he gets access denied right wah, wah, wah. whatever if it's share permissions ntfs permissions i'm like fuck it i don't care right i'm just gonna give this dude everything you know Put him, you know, add him to everyone, whatever. Have everyone just have access to it, so I don't have to. Now, G is hired. What if we, you know, hire Tom next week? I just want to make sure everyone. I don't want er- any errors, right? Because as a sysadmin, you know, we just want shit to work, right? We don't care about security. We just like okay, like this guy can get to the file shares. Ticket closed. Thank you. Now you can see all your your IT tools and install your shit, right? So. And now, and I, this is the last part of that story. I remember there was a pen test. I didn't know what the fuck a pen test was. I was like, "What is that?" They ate us alive. They were able to compromise us, I think I think less than five minutes, or something like that. Because obviously, my dumbass, right back then, is, you know, we want convenience, so we'll just add everyone to the domain admins because we just think we have access, right? We don't know if G has access or this fucking pen testing people or there's audit. We I think they were called auditors back then. I don't even think they were yeah. pen testers. Um, so we, they would come in, do an audit and I, and they would fucking own everything. I'm like, they have all the passwords. They would probably dump the same, you know, database and fucking crack it. And I'm like, I remember when they had my password, my password was like skater kid, something like, cause I used to skateboard. So I'm like, my, my thing was like skater kid. And in, in the year that we were in 2008 or whatever. And, uh, and I remember them coming up to me and showing me my password. I'm like, how the fuck do you get my password, right? And uh, and fast forward, what, 14 years later now or whatever, however long it was, it's like we still see this shit today. After all the training, security awareness training, you know, all this, even like in sys admins, network admins, they have some kind of exposure to security training, right? Like, and they're still doing the same shit. Like I was on an assessment and like, you still see these common mistakes, maybe not so much an AD. Maybe you'll have like a file share in IT that says, okay, like we have, you know, I don't know, a, a spreadsheet or like a new setup for a user. And it's like, okay, like now we have the credentials in there. So maybe that local user is a local admin and we can, you know, you get what I'm saying and we could pass that hash around, pass the password, whatever but um, it's just crazy, you know, how you think as like just an IT professional versus a security professional. It's like two different mindsets. And that's why I always say to people, yes, it's a possibility of jumping in from, you know, G the pizza man going to a you know security. It's possible. I'm not saying it's impossible, but then you're going to miss a lot of that. What I've just talked about, you may never touch the domain. You don't even know what a subnet mask is. If I say, hey, man, like we, we need to scan this 29-bit mask, what the fuck's a slash 29, right? So it's like <clears throat> having this basic understanding of networks and systems prior to getting into defending or compromising the system is, is super critical. But uh, yeah, that's my spiel for the day.
0: Yeah, well, I I, I actually, once again, sorry, I, 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 I've I been a sysadmin before, so I i'm with you 100% right I, I of course i say you know this is the best path uh, you need to know all of this stuff before uh but yeah any everyone will make their own path of course mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah probably you know someone could say oh no you you needed to be a developer before because you need to know coding and everything and probably that's true there's a lot of you know uh um uh, definitely you know good stuff when you know how code works or how applications are being made Mm -hmm. uh but yeah uh you know that's true you know the the most let's say the funniest part is that when you when you manage to do that the jump right You, you work as a general it guy and then you you move to security the best thing is that eventually you will uh realize how dumb you were before <laughs> or how yeah. many you know stupid things you did i mean it's not it was not your fault i think you know you you have different goals you have different mm-hmm. focuses and you have definitely a lot of people that are pushing you to do uh, the opposite thing just because they need to work right mm-hmm. you just you are an enabler you need to make them able with technology to do their their own work so i understand that but mm-hmm. at the same time, you you definitely understand how everyone needs to to cooperate, right? Now that I'm in security, I know that I need to work with IT, right?
1: Mm-hmm. To
0: to also to make them understand because it's not it's not their first focus.
1: Mm-hmm. Of
0: course, they need to be aware, like everyone, even the the I don't know uh, the the guy at the, uh, at the reception needs to know nowadays. In my opinion. But yep. the thing is that it's not their, prin- you know, principal work. It's not their yep. first focus. So yep. I need to be there and do something for them as well, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's just my, <laughs> my little thing for 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 today. Uh, no, but that's that's cool. Uh, it's it's cool to you know to have this conversation. To in this case, we have a similar background. But I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I you know, I managed to talk with a lot of people doing completely opposite things, having different. Mm-hmm. Skill set, knowledge, uh, and I think that this is just a way to complete at least a little bit mm-hmm. uh, what I what I'm lacking with, right? Uh, exactly. I think that's very cool. Uh, that that's the uh, the coolest part of it. Sorry, guys, it's not you watching this. It's it's me learning things. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, just because I don't want to be uh, too late and I don't want to uh, take too much time from from Pat. Otherwise, he will not come back when I will bother him again. So uh, let's jump on the very last news for today. And yeah, once again, this was very big. And I want to do, I want to try, I want to opt to do some kind of fact-checking here with this news Uh, because uh, once again, also I I don't know if there's you know you, whose fault is this right but of course you know news uh, news sites they want to uh have people opening their links so they want mm. to create and write very big uh, uh very big titles so that you they take your interest and in, uh, it's pretty like it's pretty much like fishing now that I think Yeah,
1: it. yeah it's clickbait <laughs> it.
0: clickbait let's technically take a clickbait but yeah the, there is uh there was this thing they called the mother of all breaches right and just because they called it like this uh you know it was pretty big so many people you know resharing and talking about this like it was the, the new apocalypse and everything right <laughs> uh now it could be right uh it's it's not uh, definitely not good
1: yeah
0: <laughs> right but I, I want to just um Try to understand a lot, you know, altogether what what this is uh, really happening, right? So the thing was that, you know, some uh, I got that some researcher, uh, yes, uh, uh, Bob Diachenko. I'm, you know, sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Uh, This is not my language, by the way, and if (laughs) it's very difficult for me. Anyway, uh, basically, they found about some exposed uh, database of. um you know data and you know including also credentials uh that were taken from uh data breaches now uh what does that mean you know um the point is that they call this the model of all breaches because there was an exposed database and that's bad of course and this database was um uh, storing a lot of username and passwords and whatsoever um that were stolen from third parties right uh and that can possibly possibly potentially uh, being reused to you know breach other companies right because you just take that credentials maybe you try it and it works still Mm -hmm. and then you can do uh, your stuff your bad stuff now the thing that it's the mother of all the breaches it's because it's the biggest found so far apparently with yeah it's very big 20 26 uh, billion records and uh, 12 terabytes of data. If you don't know that's a lot that's definitely yeah. a lot And uh, you know even the the uh, the news site itself it, they compare it with their own database that they they maintain and this is like 20 uh, like 50 percent bigger they than their own so they also making the assumption that it could contain something new that was not public yet because there's something more i don't know i really feel like you should check before making some assumption uh yeah. but the thing is and um once again i will put the link in the description and maybe i should i actually read another article uh from uh um Troy Hunt, if you don't know, it's the guy behind the Have I Been Pwned service um, that, you know, just talks a a little bit about this. And the thing is that this stuff happens every day. There are so many different organizations, both good and bad organizations, uh, storing and, um, you know, um, uh, I would say uh, just making database out of uh, previous breaches. Right, for yeah. many different reasons. If you are, let's say, a good guy, maybe because you want to do some analysis, maybe you want to provide a service to, you know, make you know that you should change your password because it was contained in a in a, in a data breach, uh, or if you are a bad guy, you just want to take it all and maybe sell it to someone that is going to to pay you uh, some money, right? And um, yeah, once again, there there are and there were so many different. You know, dark web forums and platforms selling stuff like this, maybe a little smaller, right? But the thing is that we said already with the previous news that there are so many data breaches out there, right? And every time there's a new data breach, you have a ton of other credentials that can be taken and added to your own, uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, to your own database. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. That doesn't mean that something new happened. Maybe, and for sure, there are credentials taken from 10 or 20 years ago because there was data breach back then. I mean, it's still bad, but the data was already there and possibly, you know, open and public somewhere else. And maybe, you know, attackers got it already from somewhere else. And maybe, you know, this is not really precise. People are just adding up. They're not really um, deduplicating. Right, so mm-hmm. there, there are going to be a lot of doubles and triples, and uh, how many times you know you have the same password from from the same account. So I just feel, and maybe you have a different opinion, but I, I just feel there's too much hype behind stuff like this, right? Like you know, we need all to to you know uh, scream out loud because there was a a new database uh, that was published out there. But mm-hmm. I just want to say, you know. That database is gonna contain for sure your credentials, but they were already there <laughs> somewhere mm-hmm. else. It's nothing really new. It's nothing really, I don't know, uh really more concerning than all of the other breaches, in my opinion. But yeah, I want you to to hear yours. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so I'm a little different in a sense. I'm not your normal uh scatty cat, right? Like I don't know, man. Like I don't live on the edge. Like with this whole data breaches, passwords, you know, just like I said, like what the you know skater kid, or whatever the hell my old password used to be, it was like okay, and I remember like I looked, I don't know if it was have I been pwned or if it was uh, eight mail or whatever, some kind of thing. I was just running against one of my emails, and uh, I was able to find a pretty. I would say like a password that I use, it was, it was a passphrase, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, like this is pretty, this is pretty neat because I never thought this, this password was out there or passphrase or whatever, this credential. And uh, obviously I changed my, I changed it again and, and, and make sure I changed it on all my, on my platforms. But it was just, I don't really freak out. Like I don't, I, I don't, Cause if you, I don't know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm different. I don't live in fear, right? Like, cause if you live in fear, even without the technology, right? Like say, for example, you're scared of a certain person, right? If you're walking down the street and you see that certain person, then it's like, oh fuck, like I can't go out anymore because this kind of person is, exists in the world. It's like, I don't live that way. You know what I mean? Like, so what my opinion is on is on this obviously be cautious be aware and just you know obviously if you feel or if you check you know you can use doc you know doc web monitoring software and you know try to lock your passwords in a password vault or however you want to secure your passwords but you know like this clickbait is fucking these things like oh you, you know a million quadrillion terabytes worth of credentials and you've been compromised you know What are you, what are you going to do? It's already done. You know? So why stress about it? That's, that's just my opinion. Like I'm, I'm the easiest, like I just like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Take what you want to take. You know what I mean? If you want to try to rob me in person, let's see who stands right. But you can rob me on the internet all you want. You know, what do I got? I don't got shit, but you know, but, uh, that's just the way I, that's just the way I think, you know,
0: yeah, that's 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 really cool and but my my point is that not unfortunately not everyone is uh, is like you right and yeah. if we're going to read uh, an article like this with this title maybe just the title because unfortunately mm-hmm. so many people are not really reading it all just uh, just the titles out there and mm-hmm. that's the reason why you know they are doing clickbait stuff mm-hmm. and um, you know the point is that panicking is not useful at all no. right Having a very big and you know scary name like this for something like this, I mm. don't think it's useful in any way. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's you know once again, if you have the time to read everything that is happening out there, it's mm-hmm. very good to be aware of everything. And we said already that you can learn a lot of lessons by just you know knowing what's happening out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel like it's not useful to know that there was, you know, a 26 billion records database exposed, right? It's it's useful to know. But at the same time, you know, especially if you're interested in, the, in this industry, you need to understand that this is something that is happening possibly on a daily basis.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, this
0: is nothing new. And this is not... I, I don't feel like this is changing the way you are treating your, your you know, your digital data or your... Um, even you know we can we can probably talk about you know uh, uh, a tax surface right. So the point is that bef- even before this or the other, you know whatever data lake uh, leak. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, you should not reuse passwords, right? You should pro- possibly use a new password every time you create a new account, because and that's the reason why, right? Because if mm-hmm. there is there is going to be a data leak at some point, then. People are going to, to know your password. That's only in just the access to that specific platform that you really want to, you know, you want to respond to the, uh, to the incident, let's say, and you want to change that password and try to, you know, prevent stuff. But the point is that even if they get that specific access, anything else is still fairly safe because you use mm-hmm. different passwords every time right mm-hmm. so this that is something that probably i would suggest everyone to do no matter if there's a mother of all breaches out there or not right
1: yeah. because fair the, the thing
0: is that the password is there the password is yep. public you cannot use it anymore and for sure you cannot reuse the same password on multiple platforms now once again save that and it's it's okay fair that no one knows about this stuff because we are in the industry. We are informed. We need to do this for work. So we mm-hmm. are a little bit more aware. But um, just like resharing this kind of news with uh, uh, with uh, you know everyone and saying, oh no, we are all fucked or something. I don't think that's useful. I yeah. think the usual thing is, you know, this is happening, this happened, this will happen again tomorrow. There will be yeah. a... 48 billion records database at some point uh, out there and you still have to use multi-factor authentication you still have to uh, you know use a password manager and do not reuse passwords and have longer passwords possibly passphrases so it's still still the same kind of uh, you know measures you, you can put in place mm-hmm. no matter how big is the, is the data leak I don't feel there's any value in how big is the data leak unless you are selling that as a service. Maybe <laughs> maybe you are interested in it, but you know, that's another another topic.
1: Yeah. No, I I think I think that's you know, it's facts and I think it's super informative and hopefully people got a little bit of uh, insight on what we had to talk about tonight or today or you know, and and like G said like if you have any questions after the fact, right? Just you know, I'm pretty much InfoSec Pat pretty much on every single platform, right? Um, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. You know, I even have my, you know, LinkedIn page on InfoSec Pat. Um, and then obviously LinkedIn is Patrick Gorman. But yeah, you know, like uh, I really appreciate it. You know what I mean? Hopefully, like I said, hopefully people learn a little bit of something, something. And gee, like, do you ever plan on doing stuff on your channel, like demonstrating these kind of things? Like, how-to videos and make videos on like, all right, this is this is data, like, like tonight, right, data breaches. Okay, like how can you check your own stuff if there has been data leaks? So that's just like a thing that you can probably put on a side note. It's like, yeah, I, I know that these these things are good, right? This is informative, but this is just a side tip to, to get more traction and more traffic to your channel that people can – catch these live sessions is getting the traction getting that traffic to your channel so by putting information out there that people will be attracted to like how do you check your breach credentials all right so now we can go to a few little you know things and we can check if your credentials have been breached and that's just a little tip on how because I remember when I used to do my lives when I first, and I'm 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 doing this because we're still live and I don't want to put this behind the scenes. When I first started the live streams, I would get like this, maybe three people, two or three people comment, "Hey, what's up, Pat?" And I'm like, "Fuck, man, I'm just talking to myself." And this, you know, this is before I even started bringing people on. I would just talk to myself or two people while I do whatever. Try hack me machine. And then I was like, you know what, let me take a step back and, and, and let me start making like how-to videos and different kind of videos like on my channel. And then let me try to revisit that whole live streaming again. So at least we can have more engagement. So that's just, a you know, food for thought. And just uh, obviously we can share all the content on all the platforms. Yep. But, you know, like to get that initial traction is just uh, just multiple ways to market yourself.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you're you're definitely definitely you know uh, uh, correct. The thing is, um, it's all about the time, right? Mm-hmm. I, I consider it. And the thing is, uh, of course, the more you need to uh, to show and practice and uh, uh, go into the, I, I, I don't know, maybe not so technical, but the thing is that if you need to go into the details, take mm-hmm. takes more time uh and uh and you know it's just a different kind of content i would really want to do that as well uh and uh, you know just just about you know considering uh what's the effort uh to yeah. do to do a lot of stuff and there's already a lot of stuff out there as well right so yeah. i would also appreciate just to to point out to to maybe some some other you know content creators that is already doing that right uh, mm-hmm. i don't really like redoing stuff that is already out there even if I understand it's useful and maybe, you know, maybe tomorrow, uh, who knows? Uh, it's just, once again, I'm just, uh, trying out stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I, I think there's at least already, you know, some little value in it. Absolutely. Uh, once again I'm sorry, guys. This is first of all, for myself, I'm learning a lot, just chatting with people. I know I'm knowing people, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's a lot of it. And, um, yeah, once again, I feel like even f- you know, especially for us that are really technical people, uh, Mm -hmm. there's a lot that we can work on, um, you know, soft skills or just being aware of stuff, knowing that not everyone knows the same stuff that we know, right? Mm -hmm. And that there's value in just uh, reading, sharing, discussing with people, even in, you know, with people that, and especially with people that don't know the same stuff you do right? Mm-hmm. Because I like the fact that this is really open. Anyone can listen to this. The GRC guy, the the sock guy, the, the red teamer, the, possibly the CISO and the journalist and mm-hmm. uh, my grandma at home, if <laughs> she understands anything about this, right? So yeah. I like the fact that this is really broad. Maybe this is not as effective as other stuff. For sure, it isn't. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's something for now and uh, tomorrow we'll see.
1: Who knows? Yeah. No, sounds good, man. I just I'm just throwing that out there, just to you know broaden the content and give ideas on you know other stuff that you can you know tinker with. But yeah, uh, yeah man, I, I really appreciate. It. I had some fun. It's always good to network with folks and and, and learn from other people. And uh, yeah, that's what it's all about, man.
0: Yeah, and it's by the way, it's much much appreciated, right? Any feedback, it's uh it's always useful, and you know from your path, but also for. Anyone who's uh, listening or watching to this, and you want to maybe leave a comment or just uh, reaching out to me directly to say, you know what, uh, this is, uh, you know, this is shit, <laughs> change it completely, or or maybe you know, if you, if you think this is just a little uh, just a little useful, just let me know. That's 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 gonna be much appreciated. But thank you, thank you so much for you know, just uh, sharing with me your time and uh, having this little discussion. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, once again, uh, you know, this video is there on YouTube or Spotify or on, uh, you know, Apple podcast, uh, go there, check this, check the previous and the next episode that are already scheduled for the next weeks. And, uh, thank you for now. See you the next time.
1: All right. Thank you. Take care folks. Bye. Bye everyone.